Experiment. Oh, yeah. It is the first time we have been in the same room while we're recording. We are watching a film and commenting on it uh, throughout, I guess. Yeah, we'll see how so, this goes. So, what's the movie we're watching, Donnie? This is uh, 1985's Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. So, why did you pick this as an I like to watch? I saw this movie in a double feature with Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, <laughs> in 1985. So I was seven years old. Yeah, we went to a drive-in movie theater. I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was in Chicago on the south side. And uh, yeah, we were in my dad's 1971 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. Nice. And uh, yeah, my folks, me, my, my sister, who was, she had to be one, I guess, at the time, if I was seven. Yeah. So somehow, yeah, we went, uh, went to the drive-in and saw this. I think this was first. And then uh, Friday the 13th, part six was the second in the double feature. Yeah, my parents were crazy. I don't know. They took a seven-year-old and a one-year-old to a drive-in movie theater. Well, you know, that's the thing is my first, uh, you know, I've talked about this, that my first movie experience that I recall, I was six, and it was Harold and Maude mm -hmm. and The Gambler. So uh, so who is this guy we're looking at? This is the opening credits. I'm pretty sure that this is Ty Mac. Ty, this, who is Ty Mac? Ty Mac. I, to be honest with you, I saw this so long ago that I don't actually remember seeing it. So, uh, so this is the first time I did no research. It was like, all right, let's just because we're gonna watch it together. So, Time Mac was a his first acting role. He was a martial arts is a martial arts expert, and I guess he found out about the casting of this movie uh, through like a family friend and showed up, having no acting experience, showed up thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna do some kick-ass kung fu moves in the room and they'll like me and they'll cast me. 
and he showed up, and apparently the room was like, you know, a tiny office, you know, like oh, yeah. four by four, four by five, you know, it was a tiny closet of an office. And uh, there he was, you know, reading, you know, one or two scenes off of a piece of paper. He did not get to do any kung fu moves at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was something about his demeanor that they felt really fit the character, and they hired him. All right, we were watching this opening sequence. I just want to point out this opening sequence is Timac as the lead character, and he is sweaty, and he's been working out in this room, and a Japanese man is dojo. shooting arrows at him. Dojo. Yeah, apparently uh, that was a real thing that they did. They shot the arrow. It took two hours for him to finally get the shot. He, uh, his trainer shoots an arrow at him, and then he chops it in half. Yeah, and he did that a couple times, and then this one he caught. Yeah. And it has a blue... Oh! Whoa. So it's fun too. This is like a, it's like, it's it's like a black exploitation film. Yeah, but in '85, the kung fu. So I'm gonna say this is in '85. There was no black exploitation going on. This is no. Although I will say that 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 age makeup on this uh, master character is is not it's not high quality. Well, you're also watching it on a Blu-ray, so <laughs> I guess that's fair. I think I think noticing all of this shit nowadays is a lot. It's a lot clearer. It was never meant to be seen this clear. Yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I heard somebody saying that about The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. If, when you watch the Blu-ray, and I have the Blu-ray, um, but I haven't paid that much attention to it. If you watch a lot of the effects, don't hold up as well. Because they look too real. Because Well, no, 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 because you can see some of the, the, the scenes yeah. you know, in, in the, the makeup effects. And you were never supposed to see any of that in this kind of high definition. That's why I don't, I don't even own a lot of Blu-rays. Yeah. I prefer to watch the movies as I remember them. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, and you and I have had this conversation about medium and, and, and how that affects what you're watching and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And there's your cat. Our buddy Duke. My buddy Duke is joining us here. Yeah. All right, buddy. Major podcast debut. That's right, but uh, yeah, no, that, that, that it, it, it's one of those things where uh, if it was made with film, it probably should be made with film. I remember uh, what was it? It was uh, was it Fincher that did Mac on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, Mank. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mank. Yeah. That's what it was, and he actually used because it was about uh, the, the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. He mm. actually used the cameras that they used on oh, Citizen really? Kane oh, wow. for that show. And, it, and that's one of the reasons why you can watch those two movies that, mm -hmm. that, and it, it looks seamless. Interesting. So. So what's the plot line of this thing? Because he took his patch away and he's giving me gold coin. Let me try to pull up a log line here. In New York City, a young man searches for a master to obtain the final level of martial arts mastery known as the glow. <laughs> so, so Ty Mac plays Bruce Leroy. Yeah, Bruce Leroy is his Bruce name? Bruce Leroy is his name. Oh. And uh, yeah, he's this, this, is, this is his journey to try to attain the glow. Is it a comedy? The glow. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, okay. So I didn't. It's it's well. I didn't realize it was hold a on. comedy. Was it intended to be a comedy? Okay. I don't think so. That's fair. But it is it is self-aware. So yeah, you know, I, I do believe the humor is intentional. But uh, yeah. Oh. Saw a little bit of the glow. Yeah, well, they, they had a little digital effect of uh, of, of it of a glowing gold. This movie was produced by Barry Gordy, uh, who is the uh, uh, the creator of Motown Records. Oh wow, I did. Oh yeah, so this, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. the soundtrack features a lot of uh, Motown artists of the time. There's some Bruce Lee. All right, now we're all watching a Bruce yeah. little clip of actual, not Bruce Lee Roy, but actual Bruce Lee. Yeah. And some big scarred white dude. I don't even know what this movie is. Are you? Have you ever been a kung fu fan? You know, no, not not particularly. I mean, Kill Bill's good. Yeah. But, but like the old school stuff, like uh, the, the what was it, the Shaw Brothers movies? Yeah. It's like, no, not really. No. I don't. I think I, I think I had a hard time getting past the dubbing. Okay, that's fair. Like I could, I, I would probably watch them now with subtitles, but yeah, the dubbing is just—I I can't get past that. Oh, right, the nuts. <laughs> so this scene was shot in, a, in an actual porn theater in in, in New York called the, <laughs> the Victory Theater. <laughs> Before they cleaned up New York Times, yeah, or, or New York, uh, what is it, Times, Times Square? Square. Uh, oh, there's some break dancing. Oh, it has to be break dancing. Eighty-five. But breakdancing in the theater, it seems a little, I don't, it seems a little weird. Well, they're very excited about uh, that. Oh, oh, this guy's pissed. He's like, I'm here to watch the movie. He just smashed a boombox by jumping on it. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh, here we go. 1980s, like, slight Nazi warlord. Show enough. Show enough. Shoguns of Harlem. <laughs> Shonuff is the Shogun of Harlem. Now, who is that actor? This guy is Julius Carey. He made his acting debut in 1979, Disco Godfather. He totally is the Disco Godfather. I can see that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, too much of his career. The Last Dragon, The Man with One Red Shoe, with Tom Hanks. He was in that, he played a CIA agent. Well, there you go. See, now, is, is, it, is it cultural appropriation? Or not? I'm not sure. Well, see, what I'm gonna say is, uh, given this was made in 1985 and they hadn't even invented the term cultural appropriation, Fair it enough. is not. <laughs> Fair enough. You know? Whoa. What, what what was with the half top shirts that guys wore in the eighties? You know, I that. I was never into the half shirts. The it's half so weird. Like the wife beaters, but with the uh, half, I think 
It looks like you're wearing a toddler's shirt. It looks like you're wearing a sports bra. Yeah, it's really weird. There's a drag queen. Yeah. Not a lot of representation in this movie, I'll say. Well, you know. Say that. For the 80s, especially. Yeah, so yeah, because we've got a lot of uh, Asian dudes. We've got some black dudes. I mean, it is New York City, so. There's some Hispanic guys. We've got a trans lady. I mean, you know. We've got some karate in the, in the movie theater. He's eating. Okay, so that's a funny thing. So one of the taglines, one of the taglines on the poster for this film is, let's see, where did it go? Where did it go? Here we go. He's a martial arts master who refuses to fight. He's a Bruce Lee fan who's so sure he's Oriental that he eats popcorn with chopsticks. Yeah, he did that. We saw that. His friends think he's too serious. His family thinks he's crazy. His enemies think he's no challenge. But he knows he's the, the last, last dragon. dragon. <laughs> and why, why, why do bad guys always have piranhas? Well, because that's like the most dangerous fish. I clearly strip a bone and Yeah, seconds. I mean that's you know that's like that's why bad guys that's why uh, Voldemort has a giant snake. Fair enough. Because those fucking animals that can kill you are you know that they have shown supremacy over the stuff. You know it's interesting to me, especially watching this on Blu-ray, is that apparently in the '80s, uh, at least on this budget of film, the costume designers um, did not really. They didn't, really, they didn't really get clothing that flattered the actors. Um, I mean, look at that. What is, what is a t-shirt? He's got a... He's got a collar a, a, out of the jacket. Yeah, a checked, a checked jacket, brown jacket, a red striped open collared butterfly shirt, a gray t-shirt underneath it that's exposed, and a random assortment of gold chains yeah. with a perm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think eighties clothes were vanity at all. That's vanity. There she is. She had just quit uh, the Purple Rain movie. Oh, that's right. She was supposed to play Apollonia. Yeah, she was supposed to be Apollonia. She quit. Oh my old Debarge. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like the big. This is like the big hit from the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Vanity, it's funny. Uh, in this movie, no nudity for okay. Vanity at all. That doesn't surprise she me. Usually, no, she, she's like known for that. Well, yeah, but... What was that, um, Action Jackson? Yeah, yeah. That one? Oh, boy. Good Lord. And that's another thing, kind of like... Um, what was that song from The Breakfast Club? Don't you forget yeah. about me? Yeah. Kind of like that. Like I always associate the song with this movie. I can't hear that song without thinking of it. See, that's the thing is, you really do have. I was gonna say because I've, I've been, you know, it's like you saw this. You have a certain affinity to this film. You actually have remember it. Oh, yeah. Well, it just, I, you know, I love it too because it just, it's so, it's so cheesy, 
Yeah. But it's like endearing. Like the bad guys are bad guys, but they're like comically bad guys. Yeah. Like I don't. This movie doesn't take itself too seriously, which I, I appreciate. The filmmakers took it seriously. Uh, well, the thing about but it is, what I can say is, what I'm enjoying is, I'm glad I haven't watched this since I was a much younger man because watching the clothing. I mean, we're in a discotheque, watching literally watching a music video. <laughs> right. Which played on MTV a million times, mm-hmm. um, and the dancing and the clothing. I mean, we we really. I don't know. I don't know how to define '80s clothing, but it's almost like we thought we were in France in the 1800s, and but we had polyester and shoulder pads and shoulder pads. I mean, it's just like it's so overt. It's garish. So this song uh, went to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. That's number one on the Billboard R&B charts. Look at this jacket on this guy. That's William H. Macy, my friend. It is William H. Macy. <laughs> I mean, that's a picture because it's a young, it's oh, yeah. a young Bill Macy. Oh yeah. And when you know what he looks like on like, uh, was it Shameless? Mm-hmm. He did not age well because <laughs> he was a very young, like smooth-looking blonde. Oh, okay, here's Vanity doing her. Oh, yeah. This was uh, this song was nominated for a, a Razzie for a worst song in a movie. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, all right. Let's see. Uh, so, Bill Macy had already been in... Somewhere in time, fooling around without a trace and war games. Oh yeah, that's right. His appearance in The Last Dragon. Oh, there you go. And apparently, he was—he used to be credited as W. H. Macy in his early career. There you go. Huh. Oh my God, she's terrible. See, that's the thing is, the song isn't necessary. I mean, the song is so I mean, forgetful, bad, but, yeah. but it is her her almost almost comical. I mean, you've got a, you've got a, Matilda's a tiny little girl that you have in the house. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you find her? She like just she was born by her us. somewhere. What? She was born to us. Oh, so this is your child. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Well, what I noticed was that uh, earlier you two were watching Blues Clues. Oh yeah. And. Her performance style is very much like the actors in Blues Clues, Blues which Clues. is yeah. way exaggerated. Big eyes. Uh, Speaking of children, some other children in the nightclub. Yeah, they're children. She, well, she's doing was all ages club, I guess. Uh, no, no I, that wasn't the same nightclub, or oh, was it? No, Maybe the same it was. Nightclub. And they yeah. were just children. There were ch- there were children. What the well, fuck look, is look this? It, look at yeah, oh, oh yeah. It's like an all ages club or something. And and it's kids with. White kids with zero rhythm. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, no, they, yeah. I mean, that's uncomfortably bad. Look, dude, look at this. What are they like, ten? Yeah, this is like 10, 12 year olds. Oh my god. Oh, maybe the. Oh, it looks like they're making like a dance. It's like a dance show, like Soul Train or something. Yeah, so, I, I, this song is horrible. And her dancing is like... Well, that's the thing. Her it's dancing like she's having is, a stroke. It's almost like she's miming. It's like she's doing some mime. 
and over-exaggerated clown moves. Oh See, what this so re- the thing about it is what this performance by Vanity reminds me of is I remember like this incredibly hot girl. I mean like in college. I mean like drop dead, fall on your face. Oh my God, is that real? She's so beautiful. She's so hot. Everything is so put together. Um, but she thought she was funny and she snorted this fucking donkey kind of snort when she laughed. And all she had to do is that once, and all of a sudden it didn't matter how hot she was because it was so disconcerting. Wow. And that's the thing is, Vanity is incredibly attractive, but watching her do that performance makes me go, I'm I'm really not that impressed anymore. Yuck. But of course she's a love interest in this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, no question. No question yeah. about it. And he's wearing, what is that kind of hat? It's oh. like a little Japanese. That that does strike me. That does strike me a little bit of cultural programming. He's, well, because he's, he's not wearing a gi, he's wearing a Nehru shirt. But he's committed. Like, he's well, got I mean, the, the whole outfit. Well, no, that's the thing is, that's a Nehru jacket. Right. Nehru jacket is not Oriental. That's from That's from India. Yeah, a neighbor jacket is named after a guy in the Indian, like a Hindu general, I think. I don't know. But that's a neighbor jacket. Well. And then he's well, wearing a little go. he's wearing a little oriental hat. Well, he's got the, 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 the sock shoe yeah. situation. No, but it's name. the hat that, that really goes, what the fuck? It's not even like the little, uh, the little Chinese beanie that you see. Right, right, right. It's, like, it's like a full brim, like oh, yeah. old man... So here, this is funny. In Kung Fu hat. I, I just went to go look it up. There, apparently there is a, a, a conversation out there about a Mao jacket versus a Nehru jacket. Oh, okay. So this is that's what Mao. I thought they were, was a Mao jacket. Well, I mean, they're very, this is, this they're looks very to, similar. To me, it looks like a Nehru jacket. That's, I mean, that's... Both are power suits from Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Four pockets and five buttons make a Mao jacket, while the Nehru is fitted and fuss-free. Oh, okay. Well, then this is definitely a Mao jacket. And that guy's got a knock. What is that? That's a pleather. That's a pleather jacket, and white pants. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a, a Asian conical hat. Okay, there you go. Commonly known as the Asian rice hat. No, it's a rice hat. Okay, sure. So there you go. Have you noticed something about this movie? Besides that, it's everybody yeah. else. Everybody else, the dialogue is synced up nicely with their mouths. Uh huh. But show enough, it's not. It's not synced completely. With Watch him talk. Oh, that's weird. Well, it 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 harkens back to dubbed. Yeah. Hong Kong, you right, know, like kung right. fu movies. That's really interesting. I wonder if that's on purpose. Of course it is, because it was done in the, in the movie theater scene. I noticed it, but I thought, wow. okay, maybe that's the whole movie. And then I forgot about it, and then he comes back and he's doing it, and it's like, that is totally an intentional choice, that they slightly off they offset his dubbing so that it looked like he's a part of a Japanese or like a kung fu movie. So apparently, that's crazy. Apparently Jim Brown, Fred Williamson... Ron O'Neill, Billy D. Williams, <coughs> and Carl Weathers were considered for the role of show now. So 
So what other kind of movies does this bring to mind? I mean, I, I know we weren't, we weren't going to really do the... Uh, the Golden end. Child? Okay, I can see Golden Eddie Child. Golden Child. Um, Big Trouble, Little China. See, I, no, I don't think this is no. that. I don't think this is that because this is more... That, that, is, that is... I mean, that's John Carpenter over the top. And there's no question that that's a comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, there's an entire, what I think is really interesting, and we're kind of right now going through a renaissance of uh, black performers, black artists, black directors, you know, that, that, that's kind of happening right now in 2022. Mm-hmm. It looks like 1985, maybe around those, the 80s, there was a, an entire, and as I recall, was it Robert Townsend? Yeah. 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 With, uh, what was it? Uh, Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah, Hollywood Shuffle. I mean, it, it's like there, there's an entire kind of almost genre of black artists like saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to compete and we're going to have some fun and we're going we're gonna to create some, some films that have genre. Because this is definitely a genre exercise, but yeah. it's also... I mean, it's sort of like, let's go with a disco kung fu movie. Mm-hmm. So it's really, I mean, I'd, I'd argue that it's its far more creative than if it were just a kung fu movie mistaken seriously. Oh, sure. Because it's not overtly funny. that That's what I think is really interesting. It is, I mean, it's definitely some fun to it, but this doesn't feel like there's no laugh track wanting to go on. No. I mean, it's not that no. kind of, it's not, it's not jokey. It's not jokey. Yeah, no. yeah, it's just sort of a, a, a silly premise, but they're taking it very seriously. At least right. he is. right. But, but but you know but like show enough is such such a cartoon. Yeah, that's a big you know, that's, and the arcade Eddie Arcadian just yeah. so cartoonish. Yeah, but yeah. I mean it's not it's not jokey funny, but I mean you can't help but kind of crack. But it's up. Def- yeah no it's definitely a, a comedy. Yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, the, the Golden Child and Big Trouble were the ones that came to mind for me. Yeah, but I can't. I don't. I don't really know what else would. Yeah, because it's not black exploitation. Because that that no, was sort of, no, that no, was, no, yeah, that no. Was, this is yeah. this is this is black artists saying specifically, um, we're going to make a kung fu movie. We're, well, we're going to make movies that are either funny or not funny, but we're going to make movies that are going to catch some popular culture that are specifically. Movies about black people, mm-hmm. um, which you know, I, I think I, I imagine if you you found an eighteen year old today, they wouldn't even believe these movies existed. I just can't believe that shirt existed. <laughs> and he's wearing he's wearing that with sweatpants. Yeah, the fucking eighties fashion, man, is just it's wrong. <clears throat> Didn't it come back for a little while? Wasn't 80s fashion in for like a month or something recently? I beats the shit out of me. I never I remember I remember Yeah, cuz what you do, you just kind of make fun of the gen, you make fun of that decade. And I mean the clothes. Jesus Christ. And like I can't I can't tell, get over it. Well, I can't tell if this is just like the movie like playing up the fashion at the time? Or do people legitimately dress like this on a daily basis? People legitimately dress like this on oh a daily my basis. God. I mean, you know, 
Yeah. That's bad. I mean, I, the thing is, it, you, you laugh about it, but uh, I didn't have that hat, but I, and I can't say I had that shirt, but I had a shirt just like it. Oh, sure. With like the, the, the fake paint splotches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White shirt, white short sleeve shirt with, with the sleeves rolled up and uh, the sort of fake, I didn't wear a bow tie, but. I mean, the, the hat I get. Cause that I mean, was I like, don't think it's any, any, any more egregious than the hipster shit you see. The bespoke guys oh, no, 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 fucking whack-ass beards. No, no, but no. it's no different than that. It's just different fashion. This is way yeah. more polyester and day glow. Oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, Denzel Washington auditioned uh, for Leroy and Shonuff as well. See, I think uh, we would never seen Training Day. We uh, would have had that I don't been know the case. We would have seen Denzel again. I don't think. Yeah, there, there would have been no glory. There would have been no glory for wow. Denzel at that point. And you know, I bet he was really disappointed when he didn't get the movie. I'm sure he was a young actor, man. You want to get yeah, yeah you want to get any kind of movie and be able to be in a movie yeah. with uh, Vanity. Of course, that'd be cool. Hell, I would want to be in a movie with Vanity, just as long as I didn't have to see her do that video. Oh my God! Oh, here he is. That is not. That is not. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Ninja stars. Ninja stars. Whoa! But that's not him. Oh, that's that's Timac. No, it's not. Look at his eyes. That's not the same guy. Weird. Oh, comedy. I mean, maybe it is this. Maybe he's supposed to be the same guy, but that is definitely not Time Act. Wow. Oh, his eyes are too far apart. Uh oh. Ouch. Oh, I'm sorry. See, now it's him. Now no, it was That was not him before. That's crazy. It was not him. It's a stand-in. It's like a stunt man. So I'm I'm waiting for him to pop up, but Chaz Palm and Terry plays Hood Number Two, but I haven't seen him yet. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought for sure he was going to be one of these guys, but I haven't seen him. Unless he was just doesn't look like himself back then. No, no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. And I like that the piranha are literally just in a, it's not an aquarium, it's just a great big plastic, um, like, plastic plexiglass tub with green water. Green water for some reason. And then, yeah, that way they don't, well, that way they didn't have to actually have piranhas. True. They could just have the dark green Bubble. water. And then when they stuck something in it, they just shoot the, shoot the air compressors in there and make it look like they were eating something. Get some bubbles. That is some good. Uh, that is some good low budget filmmaking. Wow. Had a, had a budget of ten million dollars. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. Yeah. You wouldn't think it. <laughs> it does not. I don't know. Yeah. The I, thing is. The thing is. The, the, money. the money. The money absolutely did not go into <laughs> the costumes um, no. or the sets. And he, I understand why they cast him. Because he didn't have to do a whole lot of acting, but he is fucking adorable. I mean, shit, man. 
I mean, I'm not feeling it move. I'm not getting a chunk. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I'm not getting. I'm not getting any here, here, vibes. Now this is, but he is, just is a really gorgeous kid. He's just, and he's his smile is good. And it's, this is a weird one for me. This song. What suki, the fuck? Sucky, sucky, suki, sucky, something. What is this? So it's a bunch of Asian guys, kind of badly dancing yeah, but and lip syncing and there is no way they're singing this song no I'm assuming that they're singing it to the boombox that's next to them maybe right and what are they trying to do James Brown there's like appropriation going on everywhere in this movie so that's why I don't think it. I don't think it is cultural. Like I said, because cultural the, appropriation didn't get invented. You the got the Asian guys doing black stuff. The yeah, black the, guys doing Asian stuff. This is this is dim sum goy. Some dumb, some dumb goy. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, this some is some dumb goy. This is a mishmash of cultural uh, exploration. Expl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Is that what they said? What? Ain't no master here, dude. Ain't no slaves either. I, I believe that is what they I just said. I believe that is correct. That is exactly what they just said to a young <laughs> black man dressed as an Asian man yeah. in New York City. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. And so that thing, you see this and, and, and you understand it. This was perfectly normal in 1985. Yeah, totally. So when you meet totally. a Gen X guy or a boomer and you go, I can't believe they don't have a problem with some of the language I hear. Right. Dude, we grew up this way. And it doesn't mean that it's right, but it no. means that it didn't matter to us. It didn't matter to us Not because... The same way. Well, it just didn't no. matter to us at all. It was just how I mean it was just like you called out there was not so much uh, at least from my end of it not so much emphasis on our differences they were apparent we saw them and we there was sort of like a decision not to let that be a big deal I guess why is I don't he know. wearing a hairpiece all he's now wearing a hairpiece the other guy's wearing a, the other guy's wearing like a cardigan sweater with a suit coat over it the fuck what Wow. That's not even a real jacket. There's no lapels. Look no at that shit. jacket. There I, are no I, lapels. Everything looks like it was black. He looks like a used car salesman. And it fucking chest king. I can't believe it. The hair, the perms. What is going on? What? So this, this script was written by uh, a guy who was a dancer and Fame, the original Fame. Are you kidding me? No, Louis Venasta is his name. Uh, he, he didn't really too much else. I mean, he's a print, one of the principal dancers in Fame. He wrote this. He co-produced and wrote Bird on a Wire with Goldie Hawn and 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 uh, yeah, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. I remember that movie. But that's really it. Nothing else of note. I mean, he directed an episode of Grey's Anatomy in 2017. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's interesting too. Like, you know, it, it, it's a movie 
about and by created by people of color, which yeah, is I mean, not is... a big thing in the eighties, right? Well, like, and, and well, in the eighties, it was its own subculture, and and uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, they didn't get you know Steven Spielberg and Scorsese money by any means, no. But uh, the fact is, they were making films, and you know, I, and that's the thing is, you, I, you know, we can look at it. The thing about it is, this was in 1985. This was sort of a it was just fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is 40 years later, and we're watching it through the lens of what the fuck fashion, you know, and it's a VJ and right, it's right, vanity right. and it's, you know, we we we're not we we've kind of moved past a lot of. I mean, the fact is, the idea that 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 you know cultural appropriation as a concept. Mm-hmm. wasn't even popularized. I don't think anybody ever. I, I don't think I have ever heard that term until the, like the last five or six years. Well, I think. <coughs> excuse me. I think. I think this movie would be let off the hook anyway because it's not doing it in any mean kind of way. It's also not doing it for. I think. I think the biggest part about cultural most cultural appropriation isn't done in a no, mean way. No, but I think. The, I think the biggest problem is people doing it for financial gain. In a way, no. I mean, look, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't. I shouldn't even really be speaking on the top. I, I, I mean, that's the thing is, I, I I'm a firm believer that culture has to be blended for you to create new culture. Otherwise, you're stuck in a rut of you know of, of siloed culture that doesn't move. It doesn't grow. Yeah, but I mean, like Elvis. You know, I mean, he was Elvis, and that's great. But like, there were plenty of like doing that before him that were black and they just didn't get as famous, right? Well, and that's, like, I mean, you know, and, and, the, and the argument that I would make was, well, they appealed to the people that wanted to watch and listen to them. He appealed to everybody else that just happened to be white. Yeah. And, and you know, and that, you know, is, is that fair? Uh, I think probably so because you can't really, I mean, an attitude and uh, and music, unless you wrote it, mm-hmm. unless you wrote the music, you don't have any claim to it. That's fair, you know. And uh, I mean, that's a, the whole cultural appropriation thing is. I think I think is is a silly money grab, mm-hmm. um, and I've never found it to be uh, anything but just silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I watch a movie like this, yeah, does it it surprises me because you don't see it and done anymore. Right. And I actually think that's positive. I think like I can't watch Breakfast as Tiffany's. No. Because Mickey Rooney is that no. is so highly offensive. Yeah. That that's different. Yeah. I have a hard time with uh, a, a lot of that sort of thing. But that's not cultural that's not cultural appropriation. No, that's, that's yellow face and black face right. and that's that's a different thing entirely. Right. right. Um, this is about, I mean, really, this is a black kid wearing what is the, basically is the, uh, the, the equivalent of a kimono in a movie, and this was 1985, and like, what, three years ago, a, a, like, some random white girl wore a kimono to her prom and got dragged, in, like, dragged nationally for it. So I think maybe uh, we're just a little fucking uptight because this isn't any big deal. And and it's fun and it is done in a spirit. It's not done in a spirit of like, let me steal your shit. It's like, I like, I mean, the character of Bruce Leroy, which is also really hysterical, 
Because if I met somebody who was a black guy who called himself Bruce Leroy in 2022, right? Holy shit! People right. would just go, "That's crazy." <laughs> That you know you can't, but you know it makes complete sense in the context of this. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's non-offensive. Um, it's just kind of funny. Wow, they are going at it. They're macking, yeah. That's some, wow. that's some serious, uh, serious smoochy. That was not a stage kiss. You're right. That's kind of like a Liechtenstein shirt, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Whoa. And, and, and pleather pants. Red pleather pants. Yeah, red pleather pants. Wow. I had a pair of red pleather pants. Oh, my God. I did. The, I, they, how, they don't breathe? No. Good guys. No, you got to remember. I take them off and I, sweat pours off. I, I switched two genres of what the fuck are you wearing. Because wow. when I was in, like, in the 70s, when I was just a kid, I wore... Jeans so fucking tight oh, no. that I could barely put them on. They were just so motherfucking <laughs> tight because tight jeans were the thing. Sure. Well, then by the time I got to like high school, it was white painter's pants and pleather pants, and I did have a Nehru jacket. Right, right. Um, you know. Wow. So I why does he want to meet this master? It's like this is the last piece. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna help him get the glow. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, that's right, Dad, because they haven't the talked glow, about man. the glow. They haven't talked about the glow the whole movie. Not since the opening scene. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that's right, that's the glow. You mentioned it in the synopsis, right. and they saw a thing glow. And that was it. No, we got too wrapped up in uh, Shonoff and Eddie Arcadian. And... This guy's a big boy. Yes, he is. He's like, a, he's like a biker. Yeah, I have oh to my say, god, he's gonna bite. He's yeah, biting he, the he's nunchuck eating the nunchucks, which basically oh look like god. they were made out of beeswax. Yeah, so, yeah, like Twinkies. No, the thing that's very interesting oh. to me about this movie is it's a kung fu movie, but yeah. the kung fu is bad. Oh, it's really bad. I mean, his is okay in like the training sequences. It, well, the training sequence is good, but the, like the actual fight scenes. Are they're, just chaos. They're not they're, 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 this is no. not, you know, if the whole idea is that you're to take a Bruce Lee film and like have that be like a cornerstone of his thing, right? Try to shoot some of the movie, like, well, like, like real kind well, of well, like actually hire a fight choreographer that knows how to actually choreograph. Because well, this looks I more like dancing. It, I think a lot of it too, to be honest with you, is is. The way the camera is used, I mean, it's, it's just very boring. Oh yeah, like this the is filmmaking of the fights is boring. I mean, it's fun, it's charming. It's like I the director director watched Bruce Lee movies but learned nothing from yeah, right, the making right, right. of them. Right. Oh, so here's is, the little kid. So this is Ernie Reyes Jr. I yeah. believe he uh, went on to become one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. And I love this. Now little... that guy's Italian. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whoa! A complete, you know, and it's also so cartoony in that it's like these guys. It's just a completely bloodless bunch of fighting. Oh, of course. Yeah. Did they have blood and stuff in like the Shaw Brothers movies? Were people bleeding and stuff? I've never seen them. Yeah. Like Game of Death. And... Um, no, not really. No. Yeah, no, not not most of those movies. Uh, 
It was, it was, yeah, it was exactly like that. Wasn't there one with like Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Yeah, yes. I know Chuck Norris was in one. Yeah. All right, this guy actually works for me. He got some nunchuck, he got some nunchuck skill. Yeah. Whoa. All right. And the little kid kicks ass. Little kid's kicking butt. Oh, that just reminded me of what was the what was the what was and now hand? for the first time a gun, a gun shows oh, up. Course. Nobody's shooting it; he's just oh. holding it. They just they did the little high five or the little yeah, thumbs up she's, thing. That and she's of, gagged yeah. with a she's gagged with a tie, and now his younger brother is going to break dance his way out of bondage. <laughs> oh my God! Look at this it's guy. It's Santa Claus, dude. With a mohawk. With a mohawk. It's Mohawk Santa Claus. Wow. What the fuck and is this? And unlike Mr. T, Look at he's wearing He's so totally breakdancing he himself he out of his pop and He's popping locking out of his... <laughs> that's hysterical. I mean, you've never seen that in a movie before. I was going to say, that is, See? A, that is completely See? unique. This movie has a lot of unique elements, also. Yeah, he's like a... Yeah, the kid is kicking ass. This kid's fucking badass. Because he can't be... Ten? Four feet tall, I mean. Yeah. Wow. And now he does a little pop and a bargain. There we go. But you own this. You bought oh, this yeah, movie. Bought so this. you legitimately can say you like to watch oh, this I like movie. This All right. I like this movie. It's a fun movie. And again, you know, we talk about that a lot. Um, the kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Shit. And this will always remind me, you know, my, my parents got divorced, my mom has now passed away, like, this will always remind me of going to the drive-in with my mom and dad and my yeah. baby sister, you know, like, just, yeah, it always will. Oh, you know what? It was Friday the 13th, part five, not part six. Oh, well, that's, that's a big, what, we saw. what a distinct difference. That, excuse me, it is a very big difference. <laughs> no, no. It no, is the it's... one Jason movie where it's not Jason. It's someone pretending to be Jason. You know... <laughs> and, you, and you're going to yell at me about IP. Jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, 1985 was part five. Okay. Excuse me. A lot of tension, not a lot of fighting. What's going on? There was some fighting, but... Briefly? Yeah. I want to see it. Ass kicking. Let's go. Well, we got to, you know, he's... He's going up against the big bad. Yeah, the rhythms of this movie are very off. They all just... Like, it's really badly like, directed, it, yeah. It, 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 it feels like it should be building to this, and it's... It, it just hasn't. It hasn't, <laughs> and, it, and then he just hits him with a door. Hits him that's with the door and knocks no, him out. No! That's it? That's it. That was no. the fight. He hit him with a door, and he's done. No! He's out. He did that. He did that oh, bad yeah, guy. He did that bad guy. Oh, oh, oh. Like Michael Myers. He just disappeared. Now I see why you saw it with uh, Jason Part whatever. Five. five yeah, five, five, five <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't care. Uh, oh, I have a feeling we're gonna cover all of those movies at some point. Yeah, you know, I have a feeling. I have a feeling you're gonna cover them. Um, <laughs> oh. His oh, hands glow red. Got, so he's got the glow. Ooh, he's got the glow. Shonuff's got the glow? Wow. 
That's not a bad special effect. I mean, it's very, well, it's, cool. it's very '80s sort of MTV, but it, yeah, but it's, it, it works. It's effective, yeah. Wow, that, wow, is, a that is a short dress. A short dress. So the glow is sort of like a lightsaber in your Whoa. hands. Yeah. Whoa. That's a good special effect. Yeah, that's kind of fun. I'm not lying. Yeah. He's got a he's got he's got wonky eyes. Now here's my question. He's got shit coming out of his hands and he hits him with his knee. What's know. the point he's of that? Hit him with the hands. Got the glow in his feet. <laughs> was that the six million dollar man? Yeah, it was right? six million dollar man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Cirque du Soleil. Well, he's wearing the he's wearing the football pads under that underneath thing. the thing. Wow. Whoa. Getting the shit kicked out of him. Whoa. Well, he's got the glow. Yeah, that, it's like red lightning coming out of his hands and feet. I love that he's fully decked out in this, like, key with a fucking lion on it. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, oh. He's getting drowned, and now he's remembering all the shit. Oh, that's a tiger. So he's decked out with his key with the tiger and the shoulder yeah. but he's wearing Chuck Taylors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he remembered the arrows. He remembers the old Chinese guy. That guy really wants to, this movie wants him to be Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. It's just not. I mean, it's not, it's no, it's not Mr. Miyagi. Oh. You know, I hear Tymac can hold his breath on the line for 35 minutes. Uh-oh, he's got the glow! See? You knew it was going to happen. And he almost said, what the fuck? He mouthed, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> you got to get that PG-13, though. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, wait, Tymac's getting kind of scary, though. Yeah. He's got the glow. And, and now, he, now uh, he's got uh, power. There's the Bruce Lee shot. Yeah, that is okay. a Bruce Lee shot. Okay. Oh, look. Oh, his glow is fizzing, fading, fizzling, fading out. Go time that. Oh! Oh, his glow blue is and blue yellow. and gold when he wow. hits it. Wow. You are the last dragon. You possess the power of the glow. Right? The last dragon. <laughs> That's the glow. Is that really the song? Yeah. That's the yeah. fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wow. terrible. Whoa. Whoa. Into a vat of just water. Water. 
like just a, a it's like casually. A laundry, it's like a laundry shop. I guess what it's a laundry shop with a lot of steam so and steam hooks. In the 80s. And so hooks. much steam in the There's 80s. There's a lot of bad. steam. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of steam. Oh. You know, we were barely we were barely electric in the 80s. <laughs> uh, a lot of steam power. A lot of steam powered. Yeah. Wow. And of course he's got a. Of course he's got. Finally, a gun. there's a gun. He's gonna catch a bullet in his teeth because that was the first thing oh, yeah. they said. Oh man, you just spoiler alert. Yeah, come I'm on, this stuff I can. All it takes is one little bullet to take your final bow, scum sucker. Sucker. Oh. Oh man, vanity is really in despair. <laughs> See, with that gap, he couldn't catch it. Both yeah. His teeth. No, that's, that's where the tooth That's where the gap came from. Say, yeah. He tried. Oh, look, and Tom actually, Bruce Lee was so good, he took Shonoff out of the vat so he wouldn't drown. Yeah. While he's passed out. And he's, oh, and now he's out. And then. Oh. Boom. I caught that bullet. Oh. Now what would be dope is if he spit the bullet out at and him shot him, shot yeah. him with his mouth. No, he's just gonna punch him <laughs> and throw him in the water. He's definitely too good. He's too good to use cuffs. Yeah, he's definitely gonna that. throw him in the water. I appreciate that. Oh no, he's gonna hook him and hang him. Uh, I mean, there's chains and hooks. Why not? Let's do it. Oh my god, her reactions are horrible. <laughs> oh my god. This guy. Of course the makeup guy. You do you do well you do have to have a gay stereotype show up of at some course. point. We've done every no, no, other look, look, look. We've done every other kind hey, of stereotyping there, in this at film. At least there's some representation. Yeah, there's representation. Right? If you're gonna do some stereotyping and you don't in nineteen eighty five have, have at least a gay hairdresser. That's right. It's well, just, the Hollywood. It's, right? Yeah, that yeah. one mannequin. Yeah, exactly. Hollywood. There's a Shaq Taylor. Yeah. 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 All right, here we go. And Ooh. now we have like a P. Diddy disco, but everybody's wearing white t-shirts and yeah. painter's pants. Like a, a P. Diddy. I had those painter's party. pants. Wow. Whoa. Goodness. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. She is definitely hot. Not wearing anything. <laughs> wow. And there's lots of kids. Yeah, again, this is like an all-ages place, this seventh heaven. Oh, and she's so forlorn yeah, she's and like, filled my, with ennui. Where's my, where's my Bruce Leroy? Where's right my here? Bruce Leroy? He's oh, got his is. flowers. Oh. oh, wait. I think he's breaking the rule, though, because he's got gold. He's got a gold sash on that key. Yes, he does. I thought this was a white party. You can't have gold. Power of the globe. Oh, he's... Oh. What? Oh, he was. Oh. He wants Vanity to teach him some moves. Yeah, she doesn't I have any moves. I don't know that that's that's not the best idea, man. He ain't no club, bro. He's my brother, and he's the master. Right. And there's a freeze frame. Fucking the end. Okay. Oh, I see what they're doing. They're doing the slow-mo freeze frames for everybody. 
Gets the first. There's credit. some flowers in the air. Freeze. Yeah. Oh, dude. Brilliant. What is this song? Hatsaki Su was that other song. Sukiyaki Hatsaki. This is terrible. Yeah, what is this song? What is the Alright. Let's get a can we get can we get like a chorus? This is bad. It's really bad. Why would you end this movie with this? You should end the movie with like a badass song. Not you should just the ended the this? movie. <laughs> no, I want I want a sequel. All right, so this has been Barry Gordy's The Last <laughs> Dragon. It's been the first yeah. of our Let's Watch a Movie Live. Right, right, right. And make commentary. I think it worked. I think it worked. We'll see. We'll see in the editing. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that is, that is, that is very strange. Oh, that's very funny. It's a movie. It, well, it definitely is. It is definitely a movie. Oh. And, uh... Well, I, you know what? I'm not disappointed. I picked it. I had No, fun. I liked it. I thought it was a lot I of fun. I had fun. Um, I, I, you know what? You, you, you watch something you like to, to talk about, like, what did I learn Watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did I get this, this time? Was the, I didn't get, this you know, was the movie you said you liked to watch. So what, what did, did you get, get out of this watching time it that I didn't get before that I don't remember? I don't remember that this movie is all over the fucking place. Yeah, do shit. No sense of rhythm. No. I mean, for a movie created by people of color, it has no rhythm. Yeah, that's true. It's it really is weird. It is pretty. It is yes. It's it like is. not building towards anything. Like there's the no dancing. Momentum. The dancing is universally bad. And I'm sorry. This is the '80s, and it's a fight movie, and we didn't get any any like good montage. Yeah, there was no good fighting. Well, you just montage. I'm sorry. Karate Kid came out a year before yeah, this, that and that karate. and they those guys didn't know anything about karate, but they still did a pretty credible job yeah. of yeah. fights. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know it. It is. It is. Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoyed our very experimental first live viewing. Rock and roll. And, uh, and commentary. Remember, you are the last dragon. You possess the power of the glow. It's inside of all of us. The glow. <laughs>